society today, we are being attacked constantly with inauthentic conversations. Fakeness, trying to look cool, trying to be somebody we're not. That is why the Damn Dude Podcast is here to have the authentic conversations that need to be had in a way that will make you think and say, Damn Dude. What up, everybody? What is good? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. And today, we finna twirl this Calvin Crunch maple syrup and see if it's bussin' or not. It's bussin'. <laughs> Sorry, that's been in my head for a little bit now. I don't know if you guys have seen that video. It's just some, like... I'm assuming kind of like rednecky sort of dude, and he's just like, "We're well, gonna try Captain Crunch maple syrup." <laughs> it's just funny, dude. I don't. It's bussin'. Um. Anyways, what up, you guys? This is the Damn Dude Podcast. Welcome to the show, season three, episode three. I'm still getting used to saying season three. It feels really weird, but uh pancake syrup and butter and it's buffing and you guys <laughs> i should intro the show shouldn't i they're <laughs> finished this is a show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say damn dude damn dude damn dude this show exists to help educate entertain and make an impact on the different contexts and perspectives that we have in life because I truly believe that the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives, the easier, doper, smoother, slicker, and spiffier life is. Yeah, dig? Damn, dude. So, first of all, happy, 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 happy motherfucking birthday to a very beautiful little flamingo named Meg, the Mingo Mingo Butterfly, uh... Flamingo, f- flamingo time, hammer time, bust a rhyme. <laughs> I don't know, but happy birthday! Very, very special happy birthday to you. Um, I absolutely love you and adore you. And yes, I hope you have had the dopest day ever. And yo, it's a beautiful day today. And I got a lot of shit to do. I might have to cut this episode a little short. We'll kind of see it. We'll see how much we can get out. In uh, the amount of time we have today, I've been fucking everywhere already and doing a thousand million trillion things all at the same time. And, uh, you know, that's cool. It is what it is. Anyway, excuse me. Today, there's a couple things that I realized. Let's start kind of with the more controversial. And these these are two kind of very polar. No, they're not actually. I just realized how they go together. Um. So, there's something interesting, and it's pretty controversial, but at the same time, there is some truth to it. And I guess it depends what you do, and what you're up to, and what your field is. But in general, being fat equals a loss of respect. And I say that as somebody who has been noticeably overweight, and somebody who's been in shape, and skinny, and everywhere in between. And, like, I'm somebody who's, like 
pretty much supposed to weigh like I would say maybe like between 165 175 uh maybe 180 um there's been a handful of times where I was like really in shape and weighed like 180 or 185 and that was pretty fucking solid um but it, like the fattest I've ever gotten to was 235 and that's pretty fucking big for somebody who can weigh 165 175 185 right um so but what I realized is like there's such there's such a level of people don't take me seriously when I'm fat and then when I'm in shape people take me seriously and I realized there's something about it where it's like if you are to that point where you're so out of shape it's like I mean everybody's at a different place right but it's like if you're so if you're out of shape to the point where your clothes aren't comfortable you keep having to pick at your shirt and pull at your shirt and adjust every so often and all that and it's like i know exactly what that's like and it fucking sucks and it's not a comfortable feeling to have your shirt get fucking stuck under in your gut or your fucking man boobs or like whatever the fuck like yeah it's gross and that whatever but and that's funny at the same time but at the same time it's not and it's not okay. And it's like, we got to move past that. You know, if that's your current status, that's okay. I think it's just a matter of accepting and seeing the reality and being like, all right, I got to do something about this. Um, Because it's like, it's hard. It's like, how can people take you serious if you can't even wear your clothes comfortably and confidently? You know, and that's something that I think about. And I'm like, wow, no wonder when I'm out of shape, shit is just extra out of whack but when i'm on point the more detailed and scheduled i am the better that i am at it right like and or sorry not the better i am the more confident i am and the better i am at doing things and conducting myself and you know feeling good about myself um and then when you're in optimal shape you just feel good and there's a certain level of preparedness that you're just ready for and that certain level of preparedness can equal a lot of things that can equal, um, you know, being able to help somebody, being able to save somebody's life, being able to save your own life. Um, and hold on, sorry, one second. Okay. And it's like, you, you know, you could save somebody's life. You could save your own life. You can jump out of the way of a car. You could push somebody out of the way. You could fucking, you know, have the strength to fucking rip a fucking door off or break a window or like whatever the fuck the emergency is to be able to help somebody to whatever capacity, right? So if you think about it, it's like, dude, being in shape is a very high level of being prepared. And when you're in shape, we're when we're in shape, we're more alert, we're faster, slicker, smoother, everything is just more on point. And it's like, in all aspects, it's like it allows you to be smoother and more graceful and, and slick in your business deals, your work that you do, the, you know, with, with your clients, with your coworkers, your bosses, your managers, your employees, your people you train, your, you know, whatever your scenario is, uh, your patients or whoever. So there's something that I guess that kind of connects to it, which is I was thinking about nature a lot lately and like mother nature and spirits and how the spiritual world and spiritual lessons connect in real life like in our daily life or our 
Like, how do we apply the spiritual lessons we learn to a daily basis? And I think that's kind of the whole point of practicing any sort of spirituality is to apply those lessons and that peace and that calm and that awakeness to whatever you're up to, right? So, like, if we're fat, we're out of shape, we're malnourished, we're filled with contaminants in us, so to say, if you're to look at your food as either, you know, contaminate, contaminated food or not in the sense of it's fake, it's processed, it's bad for you, it's contaminating your body rather than helping and growing and creating health in your body. Um, if it's a contaminant in that sense, then it's not doing something good for you. And the more contaminated you are physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever, then the harder it is going to be to connect spiritually and to be and to apply the spiritual lessons and the laws of life and nature and to be able to speak the universal language of life. You know what I mean? And it's like, I was, I'm reading um, It Takes a Leap by Sebastian Hernandez. Great book, by the way, you guys, you guys should go read it. I'm about mm, halfway through, maybe a little more at this point. And it talks about, oh yeah, because you know the universal language. And I love that. And that resonates so deeply with me. And I've been having like a whole spiritual upgrade in my spirit guides and um, my spiritual protectors who walk with me. And if you believe in that, cool. If you don't, cool. But it's like, dude, there's a very absolute realness to the connectivity between us, our spirit, mother nature. You know what I'm saying? The fucking trees, the water, the air, the gods, the, you know, space, infinite time, oneness, infinite love. Like, it's like connectedness, you know, like we're all beings of nature. Unfortunately, a lot of us are so covered in unnatural products and unnatural knowledge and unnatural foods and substances and all this that, you know, we're very clouded and we're lost a lot of connection to the source, the source of life, the source of energy, the source of your soul, your spirit, your being. It's like, you're not just coincidentally alive. Like, a life, life is not just an on and off switch. It's like there's a spirit, there's a soul, there's something to it. You can't just turn your brain off. You know what I mean? If you can, then you're very in tune with yourself, you know? And it's like, because you can't turn your brain off and there's somebody always talking to you in your head, then like, what is that? Who is that? Where's that coming from? You know what I mean? That's what I interpret as my spirit. And different voices and different things and visions are how certain spirit guides communicate with me. And I get different downloads and information and knowledge from them and from nature and from, uh, depending on the circumstance or situation I'm facing in life. Um, and sometimes we get upgrades for, excuse me, for our spirit guides. Excuse me. So it's interesting because I feel I got a new spirit guide upgrade. And I'm sure I've told you guys. Uh, you know, and this might sound crazy, but I'm just going to put it out there. Like the spirits that walk with me, I have a gorilla that walks in front of me, two native American Indian soldiers that walk to the sides of it, to the front left and right of me, to the right side of me. I have a dragon to the left side. I have a Pegasus unicorn thing. Um, 
very to the right side of me that walks with me all the time is my green and black tiger. In my back behind me, on the right side is Jesus. In the middle is Metatron. And on the left used to be my old spirit guide, Dover. But he just recently moved on. And I'm in have been replaced with a uh, like a female I don't want to say entity, but like energy protector guide. And I know when I say all this, this might sound just crazy as fuck, but if at the same time to a lot of people, this doesn't sound crazy at all. There's a lot of places and people where this is a normal conversation. So it's like, well, how does all that apply to real life? And it's like, well, for me, when I go walk through the woods or the fucking, I mean, I guess we don't really have the woods out here, but like, I mean, kinda, what would you call it? Like, uh, canyons mountains um trails trees bushes you know out in the mountains and shit it's like there's fucking mountain lions there's coyotes there's uh i don't know if there's wolves uh there's bobcats mountain lions like there's all these different things out there and in san diego it's not too gnarly like it's kind of rare that people get fucked up from animals but it happens it definitely happens um excuse me so Going back to like the universal language, how I see that is that's the same language that allows us to understand the vibe of somebody who doesn't speak the same language as you. How you guys can communicate for hours even though you don't even speak the same language. How you can sense the vibe of somebody or an animal or you can communicate with your dog in different ways, right? Like, why is that not weird to you? You know what I'm saying? It's like you're communicating with the soul, the spirit of it. Like, yeah, there's a certain amount of training, but at the same time, there's a certain amount of like observation of body movements and your spirit and soul. And it picks up on your tone and your dog knows when to cheer you up and when to, you know, different things. It's in tune with you. What what is that in tunement? Well, I think that that's spirit communicating the same thing that makes it a fact that if you speak good to water and freeze it and look at the molecules then it it forms happy beautiful molecules and if you say negative things to it then it forms negative gross evil like almost demonic hell-like looking molecules in, in it the same way like if you speak love into your plants or if you speak hate into your plants then like they it either helps them or hurts them there's this realness about the vibration of our words and the energy of life that exists And this is the thing is that's what a shaman is, a real shaman. Like a lot of people in America have it all fucked up what a shaman is. They got completely the wrong idea. What a shaman is, is a spiritual guide and teacher. It's somebody who knows the route, somebody who knows the maps of the spiritual realm and knows how to communicate in this universal language. And within that universal language, there's a universal plane of existence, a universal plane of life, a grid, a force field, an energy of life that exists at all times. The same reason, I mean, not the same reason, but it's like partially why like static electricity is a thing. It's like you can build up energy and boom and do things with it. So that's the thing is like a shaman with their music and their, their, songs and the the vibrations of the music and the tones and the energy and stuff it takes you places and you don't i mean you do when you don't physically go somewhere it's hard to explain if you haven't experienced it and at the same time it's like they're meant to guide you through certain areas it's like imagine if you go on a tour with a tour guide and they're like okay over to the left is the 
Cowboy Cemetery. All right, and then up ahead to the right is, um, you know, they've been fucking making tortillas here for the past hundred years. You know, to the left is where the fucking settlers originally settled you know like right here's where the war was fought and you're just going through and you're like oh right here's where they fucking you know the fishing happens and the industry happen industrial happens and all right like you're just going through a tour and it's like i'm just here to bring you here you feel free to look around i'm just gonna kind of hold and make sure you know it's a safe space and like everybody's protected and you guys get to all enjoy this place and even though we're all visiting the same little town and sites, you're all taking in different information from this ta- these towns and these sites. You all can go to one cemetery, you know, that fucking cowboys or Indians or some shit are buried in, and all come back with a different experience of it. You know, some people saw ghosts, some people felt ghosts, some people didn't even believe that they did or don't believe that at all or whatever, right? But that's the thing is like, there's it's interesting because like that's what the shaman is there to do is like to hell it is to guide you safely to these different places with the different songs and when you enter that realm through the magic of the plant medicines then in you're able to go into this field and this plane and come back and just retrieve knowledge and come back and apply it and it doesn't necessarily like change your brain or this or that it's more like a a, a spiritual like it's like going into your dream world consciously. Damn, dude. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's that's very much what it's like, is going into your dream world consciously and going back and speaking to past ancestors or having a vision of it or being able to stand on it like a fly, you know, stand over things like a fly on a wall and see different ancestors and this and that. Like, for me, I was able to see and learn about, like, old pirates in my family and old vikings like i'm half chinese and half norwegian so like there would be like chinese viking or just chinese vikings that's me (laughs) chinese pirates and there would be viking norwegian vikings would set out and fucking just you know go on a mission and like and fucking explore right go and create conquer whatever however the fuck whatever they were out to do trade learn whatever right every each person had a different reason but i was able to see down my family lineage kind of like what some of the desires were and that's what i was able to get present to is like some of the desires that existed from my ancient relatives i can see how they got passed down through my family and in turn equal why a lot of my habits and traits are the way that they are the the way the reason my sense of humor and my creativity and all this works has a lot to do with my grandpa well how did my grandpa become my grandpa well his dad had to be somebody and his grandpa had to be somebody and his grandpa and his grandpa and his grandpa they all had to be some kind of way in order for they get to get passed on down to me you know even as far as down like the way my fucking teeth are shaped or like my jaw it's like that's from that family and it's a trip because it's like, this is just part of who I am. And if my teeth are shaped a certain way, I'm going to talk a certain way. And that's going to make me be perceived as a certain way. Right? So it's like, that just kind of creates who I am. And the way our mouth and face and head and everything is shaped dictates the way we move and the way that we speak and the way that we sound and the way that we enunciate and all of that. So if we're able to trace back down through our family lineage through spiritual means, then By all means, we should do that, right? I think so. Damn, dude. So, I look at it and it's like, okay, well, how did I establish my spiritual protectors? 
right? Like I said, I have them in a circle around me. Well, and what's the benefit of that? How does that apply in real life? Well, I'll tell you what, peace of mind. When I go out, oh, that's what I was saying is when I go out in the middle of nowhere and there's potentially dangerous animals around me, I check in with every single one of those spirit, every one of those spirits and protectors of mine. People pray, people pray to Jesus all the time. So if I make a call to these other protectors, then why would that be invalid by any means, right? So in case, you know, in case you were doubting what I'm saying by at all. So if you think it's okay to pray to Jesus, then why is it not okay to pray to Metatron or other spiritual entities and beings and, and you know, I guess that encompasses all of them, um, or deities or anything like that, or people from the past or spirits from the past or anything like that. And especially if you like, if you've read Thinking Grow Riches, which is one of the best books of all time ever, you he talks about, dude, like have masterminds and you can have masterminds with people who aren't even there. You just cultivate the teachings and the knowings and what your understanding and interpretation of them are. And you can literally close your eyes and sit there and think, all right, if I wanted to talk to Bruce Lee right now, what would he say about this question? And then I would go and I would think through what he would say. And it's like, I can kind of tap into the spirit of Bruce Lee from that and get answers from him, from his spirit, from the idea of him, from the teachings of him, from whatever is left resonating with me that I've heard him say or seen him do, right? So it's like, that's like the spiritual part in real life, which people think is hokey or whatever, but it's like, you don't think it's hokey because you haven't tried it. If you think it's hokey, then fucking let's go spend some time with some people I know. (laughs) So... how I look at it is like I learned patience and self-understanding through spiritual teachings. And if I can figure out who the fuck I am through my lineage and understand why I interpret things certain ways or the way that I do, then because I'm aware of that, I only have to react in a certain, I only have to give so much energy to energy to certain reactions because I already understand myself and where I'm coming from. And it's like, I can reassure myself of my purpose where it's like, I'm here to serve. And if I'm here to serve, then that means I'm not here to yell at anybody or argue with anybody or fucking be mean to people or whatever. Like I'm on this planet to fucking, you know, have learned all my lessons and fucking help a lot of people with the lessons that I learn and to create the best life that I can for the people that I love around me. So I know that that's what I'm here to do. And that's part of why I'm here to stop being fat. I'm on day, <laughs> I'm on day, uh, hmm, let's see here, guys. Day, oh, shit. I'm on day 31 of 75 hard. I didn't realize I was that far into it. So, you know, it's weird because I still weigh a lot right now. I weighed myself earlier and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I must have been really overweight. I don't know, but I've been gaining a lot of muscle too. I weighed in at 195 today, which is, or even 198. I don't know. I weighed in at, I think it was 195. I was, I was expecting to weigh like 180. Um, cause I, excuse me. I've been going to the skate park and fucking like jumping my skateboard on the fucking, in the bowls and shit. And it's like, I'm not really somebody, even when I'm light, I'm not somebody who flies or jumps very well. Like, I like on bikes and quads and shit. Like I can hit, I can catch some air and shit, but like, I'm not like crazy. You know, when I was a kid, yeah, I would set records and I would make sure nobody could beat me. But like, as I grew older, then shit changed a bit. Um, like 
I don't know. I don't, I don't have the need to, but yeah, I'm not like a flying jumping sort of dude. I'm pretty dense and fucking weighted to the ground. So, uh, for me to fly on my skateboard is like to even catch any air at all in the bowl. It's pretty fucking hard. And I just learned how to do it just like last year, I would say like at all. Um, even like an inch of air is a lot on a skateboard when you're first starting and it's a bowl transition. Yo, I'm telling you. Um, so yeah, so it's like, all right, I'm getting in better shape to be my better self, to be better prepared for opportunities. Because if I'm not prepared when opportunities arise, then I miss the opportunity and I feel unlucky. But the reality is that I was not prepared for the opportunity at hand. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. This is the Damn Dude Motherfucking Podcast. But if you're going to search for it, just search Damn Dude Podcast. <laughs> And I wanna be here for days By the 38 Sun, touch your face Not me, not you Last to And it's gonna be me and you Damn, dude Damn, dude I love you guys, I appreciate you guys Please be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend To tell your best friends, cousins, uncles Chucky e. Cheese employees, best friend token stealing ticket snatcher about the damn dude podcast because you need to be, do better. You shouldn't be snatching tokens or tickets, you motherfucker. I tell you what, you motherfuckers. <laughs> no, but really, uh, please be sure to leave us a five star written review on Apple podcast that actually helps us a lot you guys i would really fucking appreciate that shit follow us on instagram all that good shit i love you guys appreciate you guys have a beautiful day much love this is season three episode three have a beautiful day much love peace damn dude damn dude